Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, former Geo on the fan in CBS Sports Network. Coney alive for the Bill Ford Tough Studio. So Derek Carr is on his free agent tour, and he is soaking it up like he should be because he's really the only free agent right now that is doing this because he got cut, and he's allowed to prior to the March tampering period and all the other free agency dates that come up in the middle of March. And he was indeed... With the New York Jets over the weekend. Wine me, dine me, 69 me. That's right. And I know they at least did the first two. I'm not sure if they went for the third. So they were at Fiorino Ristorante in Summit, New Jersey. Nice place. You've been there? Yes. Oh, nice. Very nice place. Do you remember what you got there? The Osobuco? Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. Good. The most Dover likely. Soul? No, no, I most likely got the Osabuco. You I, love I a imagine. Dover Soul. No, I love an Osabuco. You love an Osabuco as well. I do like the Flounder Monnier at the uh, American Hotel in Sag Harbor, though. Oh, okay. When was the last time you were out there? It's Saturday summertime. night. Are you out there Saturday? <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, so you got in this picture that a fan took of oh, okay. this meeting. You got Derek Carr, who was clearly there. Nathaniel Hackett, who was clearly there. Rob Sala, who was there. And then there's someone else at the table, but they, their face is blocked. Downing? So, I'll use... <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but it could be it could be Downing. I would, I would imagine it was because those two work together. So he should probably be at that meeting. But, of course, a contract didn't come out of this yet. He's going to visit a couple other places. But if they want to sign Derek Carr, it is a massive commitment that they're going to have to make because of the competition that's out there in the market. And essentially, Zach Wilson either becomes your backup quarterback or on another team. I think if I were Derek Carr, I'd say, is you know, Zach Wilson going to be here? Yeah, I, that's what I would want to know. I mean, you know, if you're making a commitment to me, I would think that Derek Carr is thinking that he's going to want a four or five year deal and a, and a real honest commitment to him. Hmm. You know, um, you know. And by the way, you know, I was just thinking, if if you're him, you know, that you certainly want to get the Jets involved because they seem to be desperate for a quarterback, um, and you want you want to drive up, you know, whatever number this this number is going to end up being. I don't know where else he is visiting. I mean, I know he's already visited with the Saints. Mm-hmm. He sat down with the Jets. I don't know. Who's going to go to Carolina? I'm assuming. I I don't know. I haven't heard about that. And you know, Frank, I told you, hasn't told me anything. So I don't know. Uh, we're all assuming Carolina. I mean, could uh, the 49ers be in play here? 
I doubt it because the, the amount of money that it's going to cost them. And again, like I told you, they're going to they're going to give Nick Bosa the richest contract for a defensive player in the history of the league. Well, they're going to have that to. is coming with his age and his productivity. And it's coming else. right now. Yeah, it's coming this year, and it's going to be a massive contract. It's going to be more than Aaron Donald makes. Yeah. So Derek Carr and the Carolina Panthers have not set up a meeting yet? I, I have not heard anything about that. And Frank's just been adorning. He's giving you the FU button when you call him and everything else. He's, he's busy hiring coaches. Every time I, I turn around, he's got another coach he's hiring. He's got like the jet staff. There's like yes. 40 guys on there. Yeah, I mean, that would be surprising to me if they if they didn't get in the mix here because we just thought that that was the perfect fit. Yeah, the only thing I would say about that is, you know, they went down that road last year with Baker Mayfield, and they did that two years ago with uh, Sam Darnold. It hasn't really worked out, although Derek Carr is definitely a better player than both of those two guys. Yeah. And a much more stable quarterback. Um, that's how I would put Derek Carr. He's a much more, he's like a, he's a B-plus player. He's a really solid player. He shows up and plays. He cares. I think whoever signs him, he's going to immerse them, himself right into whatever they're doing. He's a guy that safely I could say I could pay. And I, would, I wouldn't feel bad about paying him the money. Um, whether or not he's going to lead the Jets to the Super Bowl, given what's going on in the AFC, that, that to me is a long shot. What about the Buccaneers for Derek Carr? Why? I mean, like, if I'm the Bucs, if I'm the Bucs and the Cardinals. I'm trying to tank. I'm trying to tank for Caleb Williams. Yeah. I, I, that's that's just the way I'm looking at it if I'm one of those two teams. I mean, you know, we just had a great run. You know, Tom Brady, you know, came back for a year. We made everybody buy two-year season tickets. Mm-hmm. So this year they're going to have to, you know, sell those tickets on the secondary market for like, a, you know, $50 a game. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, and then we'll draft Caleb Williams. That's that's what I would be doing. Now, you know, obviously, openly, you're not going to be talking that way. Mm-hmm. But I think in the back of your mind, this is going to be the next can't-miss kid. You know, and, and the debate raging now with this particular draft is Bryce Young. And what are the Bears doing? You know, our friend Mike Tannenbaum thinks the Bears should trade, uh, you know, uh, Justin, Fields. Justin Fields and draft Bryce Young because Bryce Young is a, you know, once in a lifetime player. I, I don't necessarily know that I agree with that much praise, especially at how big this kid is. Um, uh, and I don't think that, you know, he says he plays like Patrick Mahomes, and it could be the second coming of Patrick Mahomes. I, the second coming of Patrick Mahomes is playing at USC. The other thing about Patrick Mahomes, and when you see him and you hear him talk, there's no quitting this kid. This kid wants to continue to play. And he's already done things that Tom Brady has never accomplished. He's got more wins, more touchdown passes, more season MVPs, two to Tom Brady's none at this age. He's got two Super Bowl MVPs, the zero for Tom Brady at this age. I mean, he's ahead of where Tom Brady was. I mean, far ahead of where he was when he started on his run to greatness. When you were changing teams throughout your career, did you have any of these dinner meetings, lunch meetings with the general manager, the coaches, and stuff like that? Well, I got traded to the Jets, so I didn't have that right. reason. The only the only one that I really had, yes, I had one in Arizona with Jim Fossil. I had one in Green Bay with Mike Holmgren. Wow. And Mike Holmgren tried to get me to stay and be the backup to Brett Favre, my wow. in 1997. So, and I was up in Green Bay, and I think we were at a uh, Texas Roadhouse, Red Lobster, or something. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. And uh, and I, I remember being with the assistant general manager, and I remember talking to Mike, and Mike saying, you know, we have uh, we have OTAs or quarterback 
weekend or something. Why don't you stay? And, you know, we'll, we'll get you ingratiated and everything. And also I'm like, yeah, you know, I got to go visit Cincinnati because Bruce Cosa was the yeah. coach there. And he wanted me, you know, to be the backup to Jeff Blake. <clears throat> That's an interesting one. And now was Gunner was a Packers fan at that point? He was, yes. So that would have been a huge deal for him. Yeah, but dad would have been sitting on the side. Well, I was, I was sitting on the sideline for the first half of that year anyway. So yeah. It didn't matter. Right. I wondered, like, does Derek Carr, I, I think about the athlete. What do they order in that spot? Do they just go for, like, an Italian restaurant? Does he go for, like, a bowl of pasta and not care? Because he's like, hey, I mean, listen, you see me on tape, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll run this off. Or does he get something healthy to be like, hey, look how committed I am. Look at the look at the stuff I'm putting in my body here. I'm not drinking any wine. I'm yeah. not drinking that. You know, listen, I'm taking advantage of it. You know, you, you ordered me some wine and some pasta. I'm eating it. What would, what would the general manager or the coach prefer in that situation? A guy who sits there and puts back three glasses of wine and has, like, the most unhealthy dish on the menu? Or the guy who's just drinking club soda and... Uh, I don't know. I kind of want the guy drinking some beers. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want him to be a man's man. I'm sorry. I just do. But wouldn't I? I, I want him to be. I, he may not drink. He may be a guy that doesn't drink. I don't know. And not saying that drinking's you know that determines whether you're a man or you're not a man. But yeah. I just I, my point is I want to have a few beers. You know, yeah. let's go. Yeah, hang this this I guy. Wanna, I want to see is this guy going to be the leader of my team? Is going to be able to like cross over everything? And I think Derek is one of those guys. There's yeah. no question. You know what the move would be is he would be like, all right, everybody, shut up. I'm ordering the appetizers here. You know, I'll I'll pick your meals. Like that would be the move if you want to show how you're going to be a leader. That'd be in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe they this ended up being a great meeting with them, and they feel like they have to go the extra mile for Derek Carr. I just would be careful about the amount of years and the money that you're giving him. Well, that's that's the point. Like for him, it's all right. Is Zach Wilson going to be here? You think he still has a future? Yeah. Because if he if you think he still has a future, then why the hell are you signing me? Yeah, and I'm not. You know, Derek Carr's going to say I'm not coming here to to bring him along. And regardless of really what the Jet fan thinks right now, as we sit here about Zach Wilson. That's not how the Jets view Jack Will, uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah. The Jets are going to keep him here another year. They're going to keep him here. He's going to be here. Even if Derek Carr... I don't care. I, I, I listened all weekend long because I was in a car a lot. Yeah. And I, I heard a lot of callers calling in and get me Derek Carr, get Zach Wilson out of here. He's, I'm just telling you, just, just from a practical reality standpoint, Zach Wilson's going to be here. And I don't know if that's going to impact the signing of Derek Carr. Hmm. Yeah, if I'm Derek Carr, I go for the best deal at this point, don't you? I think you got to go for the best deal, but you also want to have a little bit of understanding that a team is going to commit to you four to five years. Well, yeah, but that that's the thing. I mean, you know, you get the best contract in that situation, the most guaranteed money, then you don't have to worry about it. Then you are committed. That shows the commitment. But are the Jets willing to do that? I think the Jets want to see what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. That's what I think. And he should be out of the box by now, I think. <clears throat> I, it, it's a it's a it's a retreat. It's not a box. Well, you like said in a box. You kept saying box last week. Well, I, is I, he in the box? Out of the box? That's where I got it from. Okay, so it's he's in a darkness retreat. Yeah, that's he's right. in a room. Yeah, it's like a panic room. Yeah, with a toilet right in the middle, and they you know put the food it should under be the door. done by now. I think he yeah I think he gets it should be if he was so a, is he going on what McAfee to kind of express his desires. That would be Tuesday, I think, if he joins him. He was so if he's out of there, so next comes what? A uh, a declaration that he wants to be traded from Green Bay? Is that the, is that the next thing? 
Did you see the Bob McGinn article? Yes, I did see the Bob McGinn article. Bob McGinn, longtime beat reporter for the Green Bay, uh, covering the Green Bay Packers. I don't know who he works for, um, but he's been there for a million years. And he said that the Packers are disgusted with Aaron Rodgers and there's no way that he's coming back. All right. So then all Aaron Rodgers has to do now is say, hey, trade me. This way the Packers don't look so bad. They trade him. They move on. And whoever is going to inherit this contract... It is an enormous amount of money. It is, but you got to figure know, it out. I don't know how teams going to fit these contracts. I really don't. Got to figure it out. The Raiders are cheap. Yeah. Uh, and Dan, by the way, let me huh? ask you before we get to Dan and Carter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big sales on President's Day. Okay. <laughs> let me ask you. Yeah. Why are the Raiders not keeping Derek Carr? Because they are in a division where you've got two guys that are the upper echelon quarterback, and they have made the decision that Derek Carr can't beat those guys, and they're going to try to do better. That's why. And how are they going to do better? That's a great question. I don't know. And if they're going to do better, then why wouldn't the Jets try to do better? I also think that there's a reason. Part of it could be that they feel pretty strongly about Aaron Rodgers going to them. I mean, that, that would be something, too. I mean, you don't just get rid of Derek Carr like that and throw him away if you don't think you got a real shot at something. I mean, who's going to be the quarterback if it's not Aaron Rodgers for them? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, really, you got to trade Derek Carr for Jimmy Garoppolo? Just swap those two out? That really doesn't do anything for you. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo took his team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I know, but he also had one of the best... <laughs> Listen... Why did the 49ers don't want Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, that's I mean, another question. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would I would much rather have Derek So Hart. somebody else's trash is somebody else's treasure. That's right. The way we're looking at it. Like those this. garbage pickers out there. Yes. That you put stuff out on Sunday and all of a sudden they show up in their pickup truck and take all your junk. What do they do with that junk? Do they sell it? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, sometimes it's like metals, I guess. You know, they could do, or it's wood that they could turn into something else. I was looking around and saying, I got a lot of crap. Yeah, I know. Everybody does, right? I got a lot of crap. I got to get rid of so much stuff in the basement. I'm just going to get a Winner's Brothers dumpster and just throw it all out. Not even look at it. I don't even want to know what's in there. I just want to get rid of it all. Because if it's, like, I, I mean, maybe there could be something important in there. I think, like, my birth certificate might be down there. But other than that, <laughs> like, do not throw your birth certificate. Everything has to go. Everything. All right, Dan's in Carteret. What's going on, Dan? Hey, good morning. Happy President's Day. Yeah, happy President's Day, Dan. What's up today? Uh, just uh, real quick, because uh, you mentioned in your opening monologue that today is a day where you go and, like, you get a mattress, yeah. you know, big sales for you get mattresses. get a car, cars, yeah. You go, buy a, go buy a car. Mm -hmm. But if you didn't mention something that's even more important than the two of those things. What's that? Today is the day you can go and get some more Al's Boring Beer. Oh, we got a setup here. He set us up. Al and Dan in cahoots setting us up. So Al's Boring Beer is back at the Bradley Brew Project in uh, Bradley Beach, New Jersey. Back at the Brew Project today. The brewery's going to open up at noon for President's Day. Proceeds still go to the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Partial, not all the proceeds. A mattress or a car. Yeah, yeah, partial proceeds, they not all the proceeds. proceeds as well. And by the way, Al, are you going? All. Are you are you going to the Bradley Brew Project today to open up with them or no? Uh, I am not. No, I like to stay away. <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. It feels awkward to stay away if no one comes to get it. I feel like a fool. People, like people, people love it, Al. Guys like Dan love it. We're even doing a t-shirt this time, too. Nice. 
with the obviously the, with logo. the beer logo. Yeah. yeah, nice. All right. Oh yeah. Did you check out the fabric of this T-shirt? I didn't. Uh oh. I know you hate a bad T-shirt. I know. I I, I chose Heather Gray only though. And the, most of those are pretty good. Okay. It's the white T-shirts and the black T-shirts that you gotta watch are cheap. Okay. <laughs> That's why I pick Heather Gray T-shirts. Normally higher quality. Dan, do you like uh, perfect you, color for Al too? Yeah, are you gonna buy one of these, Dan? Yeah, if they have the T-shirts uh, released today with the uh, with the beer drop, I'm gonna get uh, both. Are the T-shirts released not today, sure. Al? He's not sure. There's a lack of communication here. I yeah, supply chain, supply, supply chain, chain issues. Supply chain issues. Stuck in a yes. boat from China. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'll, I'll get myself a case of beer. That's the most important. great. So okay. this is what you do: you get yourself a new car. Then you get yourself a mattress, and you put that in the new car, and then you head over to the Bradley Brew Project, and you go get your beer, and then you drive it home, and you drink it at home. Yeah, drink it on the new mattress. <laughs> That's right, man. You got yourself a day, Dan. Hey, do you, still have, do, you, do you still have gifts for us that you've been holding on to? Uh, yes, I was actually going to bring that up one of these next times I call in. I still have all these gifts from... Uh, 2000 from early 2020 i'd like to come up visit the studios which i've never done before and uh, give you guys these gifts i've had for like three years mm, you should come up like that i think like maybe march 15th and 16th or something like that <laughs> oh are you gonna be away those days boomer <laughs> yeah all right we'll work that out although we probably need to hire extra security just in case you know to follow right. you around is that okay I figure I'd come up on a feel-good Friday and then make you guys, you know, you feel good with your egos with these nice presents. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Dan. We'll work it out, man. And uh, have fun today uh, drinking your Al's Boring Beer. And that is uh, a re-release. So that is very, very cool. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Crazy stories in the New York Post today. We can get to a little bit later. One about the tattoo on somebody's face that was very nuts. Graphic. And there's this other person. I mean, why would you do that to your face? You saw the story? Yes. Yeah. Why would you do that to your face? I, I don't know. I, I mean, that's a good question for Spike. Spike Eskin is covered in tattoos. I wonder if he ever thought about tattooing a vagina on his face. No. 
He, he, you see him, though? I wouldn't be surprised. No There's no way he has a vagina on his body anywhere. Now I'm the vagina guy. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what the story is. It's some, I mean, that is, like, insane. I like in the digital story, they blur it out. Yeah. But then as you keep reading it, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yes. Did they do a good job with it? Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I yeah, There's the headline. I got a vagina tattoo inked on my face. Oh, that'll live forever, Eddie. And now, where is this? Where, where? I didn't read where. Where is he? Where is he? Yes. Uh, a young man. Dur, 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 dur. Doesn't say. I don't no, think. it did say actually. Washington D.C. I believe. D.C. I think. I think Washington D.C. Now, is this a way to attract women? That's, I mean, a, that's a weird way. That's a bit, that'd be a really <laughs> weird way. <laughs> sure, I another mean, way of saying you got one thing on your mind. <laughs> right on your face. God almighty. Strange. Very strange. Yeah, I, yeah. Hmm. But there it is. It's actually, and you give the artist credit, according to the story, he really tried talking him out of it. Yeah, like, you don't want this vagina on your face. I'm telling you right now. Just a bad idea. But he went through with it. Yep. He thought, he, he thought the man was pranking him when he sent a text message with the raunchy request. This would be a good punishment for fantasy football league who loses like the last person who finishes. You got to get the vagina face tattoo if you come in last. <laughs> Everybody like, all over that waiver wire. Uh, all right, Jerry, what's uh, happening over there? We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. What is going on? Uh, you got Derek Carr meeting with the Jets over the weekend. You got Daniel Jones switching agents. So uh, maybe some quarterback movement. Rex Ryan meeting with the Broncos mm. over the weekend. Maybe he'll be their new defensive coordinator. And uh, over the weekend, also you had Eric Bieniemy go to Washington as the new offensive coordinator to take over with uh, Sam Howell. As yeah, it's an interesting move there. I understand that he feels like he needs to get out of there and not be around Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes to show that he can do it on his own, but he's going to a place that right now if might... He, if he does it there, then he'll obviously prove that he can handle it. Right, but if he doesn't, then he's basically his entire shot of being a head coach is gone. Yeah, I... you know He's got no quarterback. I think, yeah, think you've got to listen to LaShawn McCoy talk about Eric Bieniemy. unfortunately. And he gives you a real perspective as to why he doesn't believe he would ever be a head coach. You know, and it kind of talks about the relationship that the players had with Eric. Now, Eric was a teammate of mine. Yeah, no, I know. And he was, uh, he was amazing on the field. Like, he knew the pass protections before I even, you know, would get him out of my mouth. Like, he just knew by the personnel groups and, you know, the formations exactly what we were doing. So it's not like he knows what's going on. And he could call an offense. I'd have no doubt about any of that. Now, the interpersonal relationships with the players, according to like guys like LaShawn McCoy, it make you wonder about whether or not he could ever become a head coach. All right, we get to NBA All-Star Weekend in Utah. You had, um, leading up to the game last night, of course, you had the slam dunk competition, the three-point competition. You also had to have the uh, All-Star team draft. So they did it on TNT. Ernie Johnson is trying to guide the guys through this. Did you see this? Any? No, I did not. So as he's trying to speak, there's a hot mic. As it catches both Shaq and Barkley kind of going at one another. For the first time ever. That's interesting. Are you, are you going to just to no, be No, after the after the hey, hey, hey. You say something, Chuck. I'll smack you with this mic right now. I'll tell you what. Ain't enough people here to pull me off of your ass. So we need to be alone. Say another word. Conferences are going to take another word. Picking their players from two pools. Sounds like me and Phil. I suppose so. But your mics are a hot when that happens. It was for them. So then you get to last night. 
and they're getting you all amped up for this this high impact, high energy all star game. City baby, and then Diesel went out to get the crowd <laughs> into it. We're here to witness the best players in the world to experience true competition oh. in its purest form. Vin, please, Vin. That's pretty hilarious. Yes. Uh, what the players mean to the fans. These players have made sacrifices game after game, play after play, so families like mine could be inspired. What crap seems he's talking about? <laughs> And it ended really poorly, too. God. So That was Vin Diesel. When he was done, they did play the game, and Team Giannis beat Team 184-175. to 175, 55 for Jason Tatum, game MVP. It's now the Kobe Bryant Award. It means the world to me. I was, I was in the first All-Star game in Chicago when they renamed the All-Star MVP after him. And I remember in that moment, you know, telling myself I was going to get me one of those one day. And he did. When you score 55 points, kind of hard to beat. Who was uh, the guy at McCluthanus? Didn't he win like Matt that? McClung. The, Matt McClung. Matt McClung. Oh. His dunks were unbelievable. He won the slam dunk contest. Yes. Yeah. And your guy Jericho Sims. I mean, why even show up? Yeah, it was, it was pathetic. I went back to see him. He was just, exactly. He nothing. Did nothing. He no. absolutely didn't. He like hung on the rim for two seconds. Right, I guess throwing, trying to throw his arm yeah. through the hoop or something. But, but McClellan's was pretty good, wasn't he? Yes, this was unbelievable. That's his first try, That was by his first, yes. All of, I, mm, I don't know if he screwed any of them up. Yeah, I mean, he did, and then a bunch of stuff circled from when he was in college. He was a crazy dunk artist in college, too. And this was, this was incredible. This was one of the more fun dunk Looks contests. Looks like he's like five years old. I know. They really... He really does. And he had, there were great, like, screenshots of Giannis, and they're holding this kid. Now, they were all amazed by what he was doing. And the game winner was a, no, nah, it, was nah, it wasn't 720. Maybe this is it, I think. This is the one where he goes 360 and then a little more. <laughs> uh, pretty good. McLaughlin-ness. McLaughlin. McClung, the kid. The small kid, dunk contest, McLaughlin-ness. McLaughlin-ness <laughs> in the, any of the XFL or the... McLoin? Uh, Matt McGloin, I know AJ McCarron was in I one. I saw some of him play. Yeah, and he's he's in St. Years. Louis. Somebody yeah. got Paxton Lynch got benched. Yes, it's kind of over for him, right? You would think <laughs> at this point. He threw a touchdown pass on his first drive and then got benched in the third quarter. That was it. Before we do the XFL, here's one more from Mike Malone, who coached Team Giannis. Just summed up the night. No one got hurt. They put on a show for the fans, but. That, that is a tough game to sit through, I'm not going to lie. Yes, not much of a game, <laughs> to his point. Knicks resume Friday night in Washington. It's amazing. Think of how long these teams are off for. Yeah, no, so it was kind of like the NHL did the same thing. What is the uh, the prognosis for Mitchell Robinson for the Knicks? When is he coming back? And when he does come back, what happens to Jericho Sims? Does he just go and sit down and say, see ya? It's, yeah, I mean, you know, Tibbs. does Thibodeau just say, like, you're done, you're not playing anymore? He loves, like, welting people to the bench. So, yeah. I don't understand that. Like, you know, uh, Sims has played well for the Knicks. I mean, it's not, I'm not sitting here telling you that he's, you know, an all star, but he's played well and he deserves to play at some point. Yeah, it doesn't really, it's been very vague about when he comes back. So he has not been cleared for contact yet. He's making progress, Mitchell Robinson, but they don't really expect him back right after the All-Star. Okay. Nets play Friday night in Chicago. Some spring training notes. You had Kode Sanga, a live BP Sunday. Pete Alonzo faced him, at least yesterday he did. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy I don't have to face him, that's for sure. I'm happy he's on our side. 
I'm glad that these at-bats do not count. So, good. <laughs> I'm very happy with that. Yeah, it's February 19th. They do not count. Don't have to worry about that. Uh, here is Buck Showalter. So, what do they do with Francisco Alvarez to start the season? Does he start in AAA? Does he start at the big league level? Here was Showalter. I believe the question was, do you expect him on the opening day roster? I think he should. I think he's going to approach it that way. And, you know, we're too early to... You always want players to make you think about what if. It doesn't really tell you yes or no, obviously, but there is a good sense that he could start in AAA. We shall see. As for the Yankees, we heard from Aaron Boone over the weekend and Nestor Cortez. First, Cortez with the hamstring. How's he feeling? Will he be ready to go late March? Yeah, I think I think it's a possibility. I mean, like I said, it's the, the hamstring could be a, a little tricky sometimes, but um, I think we've done a good job of taking care of it and being on top of it every single day to, to be as ready as possible. Good news. Uh, Luis Severino seems to be in very good shape, according to Aaron Boone. And DJ LeMayhew comes into camp feeling good. I uh, was dealing with the broken bone in his big right toe and ligament damage in his second toe. Uh, a couple of other things here of note before we get to Tiger Woods. Devils last night continue just winning hockey games. Last night they scored three goals in the third. Got the equalizer here. Morris, he got a piece. Now from behind the net, Hall of Sanders, they score! It's Fabian Sederlin with the goal! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Matt Lachlan and Chico Resch there. And then they would get the go-ahead goal less than two minutes later from Miles Wood. Couple of goals from Dawson Mercer. And New Jersey beats Winnipeg 4-2, who, by the way, will stay in town to take on the Rangers coming up later tonight. The Devils with the win 37-14-5 on the season, having won 6-8. of eight. The Islanders are in Pittsburgh tonight. In golf, John Rahm wins the Genesis Invitational at 17-under. A lot of uh, attention on Tiger Woods, though. Uh, here was Woods on his future. He basically tells you it's going to be the majors and a little bit else, but not much more. My intent last year was to play in all four majors. I got three of the four. Um, hopefully this year I can get all four. Um, and maybe sprinkle in a few here and there, but that's that's it for my, my, my rest of my career. I, I know that and I understand that. Uh, that's just my, my reality. He said, and I don't, I don't think he was being, he said he was basically in a in an ice bath after this round, and then got in it again in the morning mm. to kind of get the body going. And so that's what he's going to go through. He's basically yeah, no, on one leg, and he just goes to show you how great a golfer he really is, that he actually makes the cut at the Genesis. So That's ridiculous. I know. I mean, he all, he's walking 72 holes like that for him and the condition that he's in. Yep. I mean, no wonder he's soaking himself in the ice bath. And he's had an issue with, you know, he's taken some pain pills in the past. I don't know where he's at with that right now. Hopefully he's he's not doing that. He's got back issues, leg issues, and, you know, whatever sort of mental condition he's in. Who knows? Yeah, so not great there, but uh, he did make the cut, did play the weekend. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., I don't understand NASCAR. So this went to what they called double overtime. It was the longest Daytona 500 ever. 212, 212 laps. 12 laps, yep. So he wins for the first time in forever. So that's kind of neat, but I, I don't, yeah, I don't understand. I thought, what? I have no idea what the hell happened with this. No clue. No, I would expect you to. Yeah, I mean, but I, I it really. It ended on a yellow flag, too, by the and way. And no one crossed the finish line, right? It was a yellow flag. Basically, they the the last lap. Don't understand it, but yeah. he's your winner at the Daytona 500, and you're like 535 miles or something. Mm. They went just like the bike tour that we're doing. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be so down miles? on it, man. We're already up to like 17 grand in fundraise. With, I'm not down on that. No, come on, man. Let's go. Yeah, I know. We've been doing well. Yes, Sable's been pumping a lot of money. I know, man. <laughs> Great Sal Graziano. That sounds 
I, it's an, an amazing accomplishment. I couldn't imagine the mindset going into it, knowing how far you have to ride. It's not that far. It's 40 miles, isn't it? It's a tour. You can stop. You can stop and take a pee if he has to. He but we're going to get back on and finish, though. Yes. But no here's my, see, you had the nice weather the one time. Yes. I did not. And we had the rain and the wind and it was cold and it was 48 degrees and we did not stop. We stopped one time and we took a shot on the BQE. Casamigos, baby. Yeah, out of a flask. Yes. That was yeah. it. The rest of the time we were trying to get it over well, with. I wanted we you, were uh, freezing our asses And off. I wanted you to get it over when with. When is this? <laughs> May. Oh, something. We did a 48 degree day in May. May 7th. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was raining. It was one of those really raw days, yeah. you know. But last year was gorgeous, like 65 degrees and sunny. And he didn't do that one. He didn't do that one. Is there a, like a weather, like if it's really bad, do they cancel it? No, no, rain? no, 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 no. You suck it up and you finish. The only, the only way they would, <laughs> you know, they would shut it down, like hurricane or something like that. That would be the only thing. No hurricane in May. That's what I'm saying. So mm -hmm. Not yeah. likely. We're right. going, baby. You're, 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 you're biking. Yeah. And I told you, like, you just got to, you got to dress warmly. You got to have the right gloves. You got to have. I did. I was, I did. It was I had awesome. Everything. Come on. It was awesome. You At were so end, happy. When you great. were done, you were like, man, I, I can't believe I just did that. Yeah. And then you had like, to bike to the ferry. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Seven <laughs> miles later. That's the kick in the ass. After two beers and a burrito. Yeah, ten miles more. <laughs> Does it end at the ferry at least this year? Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. Right? Yeah, yes. Okay. Oh, it ends at the ferry. Yes. pretty much so. Yes, they so moved, they moved it, it closer to the ferry, and they do have a, an area where you can you know have some drinks and stuff afterwards. Yeah, but when I finished that in 2019, I said, "This is great. I'm never going to do this again." And here you are. Yeah, four right. years later, uh, XFL: The Battlehawks beat the Brahmas 18-15. Defenders over the Sea Dragons 22 to 18. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. There was just a weird, like, power outage thing that happened with both our monitors. That's the second time it's happened. You didn't see it the first time I saw it. It's weird. Everything went black for a second, yes. but then it popped back up, so everything is okay. Uh, Rex Ryan is interviewing for the Broncos defensive coordinator job under Sean Payton. Oh. And he has not coached in several years. 
He's been on ESPN. He seems like he's enjoying his life. I wonder if this was one of those things where Sean Payton has to convince Rex Ryan to come back into coaching or Rex Ryan reached out to Sean Payton and said, I'd really like to get back into coaching. Because to me, you know, he's he's done it. He, obviously, the Buffalo situation didn't work out for him. It ended poorly with the Jets, but he had a tremendous amount of success as the Jets head coach. And he's doing well and thriving on ESPN. And I'm sure that his life is pretty good. I would think it's pretty good. But, you know, if there is something about coaching and getting involved, especially if Sean Payton's going to be the head man and you just have to take care of your defense and get your guys flying around like he has the capability of doing as a defense coordinator. Look, when he was the head coach of the Jets, he changed the whole thing. He he brought the best out in, in the organization early on. Then all of a sudden they started making some goofy trades and getting rid of some really key guys that didn't work out for him. But... I hope that he goes back, man, because that, that thing could really be combustible out there. Oh, with, with, with Peyton and Russell Wilson. Oh, my God. And Rex Ryan. That that would be awesome. It would be. I mean, and if it worked out, it would be a lot of fun, too. Because Good luck stopping Justin Herbert and uh, Patrick Mahomes. I know. That's a big or And Aaron Rodgers and the Vegas Raiders. <laughs> imagine. Would you imagine having to go against those three quarterbacks six times? <sighs> oh, my God. Yeah, that would be tough. Although we did think that that division was going to be even better this year, and we thought that the Chargers were going to be much better. We thought that the Broncos were going to be much better, and they were not. Right, let me ask you this. So he goes there with Sean Payton. They're going to yeah. be a better team, right? They're just going to be a better team. Yeah, yeah. Just because they're going, to, they're going to be able to, you know, coach them up better. They'll bring whatever was missing, you know, with Nathaniel Hackett, whatever. And they'll make Russell Wilson better. I don't care what anybody says. But you also now have Vic Fangio. With the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. He's one of the most respected defensive coordinators in the league. You have Bill O'Brien now, the offensive coordinator with the Patriots. Another very highly respected coach. So, I mean, just the coaches alone in three different areas, I think, are going to make their teams better. Yeah, and we have seen that more than ever lately. And that's in the AFC again. Remember, that's in the AFC where the Jets reside. Yep. So, does Aaron Rodgers want to join that and then try to win a championship having to go through that gauntlet. But as I said before, I don't think that, I mean, he's not a man who lacks confidence. So he's probably going to say, like, those guys are going to have to deal with me. Yeah, I don't have to deal with them. They got to deal with me. How about if he says, like, yeah, I'll just take $15 million and I'll go to San Francisco. <laughs> but there's no way Green Bay would trade him to San Francisco. Hell no. Absolutely not. No way. And he said it himself. It's not going to be the 49ers. Uh, let's go to Chris, who's in Massapequa. What's up, Chris? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, Chris. What do you got? So, over the weekend, I saw a video on Instagram of Micah Parsons getting interviewed, and the interviewer asks him, do you have anything weird that nobody knows about you? And he openly admits to having a foot fetish. Hmm. Interesting. That's all right. What's wrong with that? I mean... I know a lot of guys who have that. They're not that open with it. They usually try to keep that on the down low. Uh, I sent it to Gio and Al over Instagram, and I wanted to see if they could take a look at it. Yeah, I, I did not uh, see that, Chris. Um, I, I read about it once I saw you on the line there. Yeah. But apparently he's into toes, Micah Parsons. I feel like the foot fetish is so common now, and Rex Ryan made it mainstream. and <laughs> With, uh, Really beautiful feet. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I don't know if he's got his tongue in his cheek there and he's saying, oh, you know, I got a foot fetish or whatever. Who knows? You know, Michael likes to play around a little bit. He does. I mean, he, they feel like he's trolling everybody half the time. Yeah, I don't think that he is with this, though. I think he's probably just like, yeah, I got, yeah, a, foot I got a foot fetish. Found this 
loser sucking on her toes. Yeah. I'm not, see, I'm like the opposite with it, actually. I'm not, I'm not a big foot guy, period. Yeah. They actually kind of yeah. bother me, in a way. Right. <laughs> I wonder if he goes to, like, nail salons and hangs out. Just to check out the feet? Yes. Yeah, I mean, but this is where the vajankle was born out of. Was this. Vajankle. What, what do you mean? People with foot fetishes. Okay. The, so you could buy a vajankle. Yes, you can. Yes. You can buy a vajankle. But that's how common and out there the foot fetish has become that you could buy this vajankle and do what you'd like with it. So it's not like, you know, when, when Michael Parsons is saying this and Chris and Mac- Massapequa was like, I'm surprised he said it. I mean, let's get real here. You know? Sharks, you've heard of foot fetishes. <laughs> and you've heard of vaginas. What if I combine the two? Sharks. The vajankle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. The, the vajankle is a foot fetish's dream. See? There you go. Yeah. There it is, right there. I wonder if you can get that on Amazon. You think I could get a vajankle on Amazon? <laughs> you could get just about anything on Amazon, can't you? <laughs> this is what I'm this is what I'm asking. I mean, they probably gotta draw the line on vajankle though, right? Uh, no way. Because it's so easy to buy something on Amazon. Like, don't you think there'd be some sort of, like, parental control on there? I would think so, but, you know, why don't you check it out? Actually, yeah, well, I could buy mannequin feet. And I could get it tomorrow. You could buy mannequin feet? Yeah. On Prime. I could get... Z-H-Y silicone feet, mannequin silicone, life-size female mannequin foot, one pair. Right there. Okay. For 82 bucks on Amazon. A silicone <laughs> version of a female part. <laughs> I could get that delivered to my house tomorrow via Prime. If Why I don't you like. send it to Michael Parsons? <laughs> the silicone version of a female part. <laughs> a silicone version of a female part. <laughs> So I actually think this is a vajankle because you could see the you see the top of it, but they don't want to put vajankle in the description. They want to say it's mannequin feet. Vajankle. Do you see? So yeah, I see. See the top of the angle. Yeah, I do. I see. It looks like he could. So this looks yeah. like you could stick uh, like a pole in there. So this is these these are vajankles, but instead of putting up vajankle on Amazon, they have you know. Silicone mannequin feet. Okay. Has the, has the uh, it says for a sock display. Oh. Yeah, okay. Okay. So why is there a hole in the ankle? <laughs> Stuff the other socks in there? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Should I get these? No, for what? Just to have them in the studio. Just put it on the front desk. Yeah. <laughs> put it right up here. <laughs> Stephen Waldron, would you have a problem if we put a pair of uh, ladies' feet... <laughs> <laughs> on the desk. Hey, what was that, guys? Everybody was laughing in here. <laughs> if we bought a pair of silicone female feet and stuck them right on the desk in view, the camera would see it all the time. Would you have an issue with that? I'd kindly ask you not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you really couldn't. You really couldn't stop us. No, I couldn't. I, I, I trust that you guys would uh, hopefully listen to us. You know what? We have this stump in here still. Right. And we can put them on the stump. 
We could. They just just be would be there for us. Like a pair of feet. Right. That's that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll think about it. We could use it as like a piggy bank. You know, we could stuff like coins and stuff and spare change into the vajankle. <laughs> I think it would be perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Like a little breakfast bank. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a little... <laughs> That's how we'll pay. We'll bring the vajankle downstairs to the guy and just empty it out yeah, for my six bacon, egg, and cheeses. Here's a bunch of quarters out of my vajankle. Uh, yeah, should I get it? Uh, yeah, if you want to get it, get it. If I want to get it. Yes. Al, is this a purchase for the show? You think I should do this? Yeah. I think you're probably expensive too. Expensive a channel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think so. There's no way. Uh, the architect would lose his mind over that. I hope Jean is listening to this because if she's not, and then this vajankle shows up at the door, <laughs> she's gonna... <laughs> like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> what are you doing now?" Could be a whole new world for you. <laughs> I gotta text her to make sure she knows what's going on. So yeah. Oh, bad. There's only two left in stock, so I better order soon. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Jerry, who's in Comac. What's going on, Jerry? Yeah, hi, you guys. Uh, good morning. Hope good morning, you. Jerry. What's, What's happening, today, Jerry? Man? How you doing, man? Hey. I'm curious what Boomer thinks about, like, Salah and, and Duvall. You know, there's some guys that are Chiefs, other guys are Indians. I think Duvall is a, he's a Chief, but Salah does, seems like he's, as an assistant coach, he's an Indian. He's not a Chief. He doesn't seem that way. What does Boomer think about that? By the way, Boomer, yes, I uh, I, I captained the Comac teams back in the, in the or mid '60s, and uh, we used to we used to uh, spank uh, East Islip uh, quite quite often. But then, of course, uh, a young blonde guy, pretty tall, playing quarterback for East Islip, came along and then started spanking everybody else. But uh, well, I appreciate those memories, Jerry. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, I think this is Rob Sala's year, man. This is it. This is yeah. why they got to get this quarterback thing right. Because if they don't, man, there's no way the Jet fan is going to let him go after. The, see, this is the thing about coming here. Mm-hmm. And you and you try to warn guys about coming here. And you try to tell them, you know, like Joe Judge spoke himself into a firing. Yeah. You know, and you got to be careful. I mean, it's because there's a lot of opinions out there. And, you know, I, I listened to a lot of Jet fans calling this weekend. And they're all like, you know, Zach Wilson's garbage, get him rid of him, you know, you know, the whole typical thing that you hear. Well, that's the Jets are keeping him. You know, they need to keep him for another yeah. year. They're right. not going to play him. They want to play somebody else. Sure. But they're going to keep him. And if you're Derek Carr, you want that when you come here. No, of course not. Absolutely so not. That, that, that right there is an impediment to signing Derek Carr, I think. Yeah. And it really, we glossed over it, but Jerry uh, and Comex called him uh, the balls. Yeah, yeah, Dayball. <laughs> well, you know, because you know why he likes Dayball's attitude? We all do, because he really, you know, you feel like he's like one of us. Absolutely. You feel like he's a New Yorker. I know, and he's not from here, but yeah. it feels like he's from here. Exactly. He gets it. You know, and I think a lot of that has to do with the people that he has coached with. Mm-hmm. And he came in here with a really good understanding of what he was stepping into. Absolutely. And I think most people really appreciated his genuine. He, he seemed like he was very genuine when he was talking to us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 